Hello. Hello. And welcome, welcome to another episode of My, my Name, Name is, is Weezer. Weezer. Uh, we, I'm Patrick. I'm Jen. And we are your hosts, hosts. of course, of for course. Um, My Name is Weezer, a podcast where we only talk about uh, the band Weezer. Um, and, their, and nothing else. Right. Well, we talk about their their related projects, projects related specifically and directly to members of the band Weezer. With only the strongest of ties. Right. Uh, we, we're not the kind of uh, podcast hosts who are going to be like, mm, there, there's an ancillary connection to this. Maybe let's talk about that. We're only going to strong leads only. Strong leads only. Strong leads. Uh, so today we're going to talk about the new Green Day record. <laughs> <laughs> yeah jen would you consider this part two to our previous episode wherein we also talked about green day yeah <laughs> i uh, thank you that. thank you I, I i thought maybe i was gonna get more pushback is there room for us to round out the trilogy with another green day conversation i don't think so i think that's fair <laughs> i mean we could if you really want to i don't i don't think yeah i don't either <laughs> Um, so, Jen, last time we talked about you going to the Green Day concert, asking me if I wanted to go, me not saying I had never heard of them. And instead saying, sure, and then not attending. That's right. <laughs> I did, like, the most L.A. thing possible, which is I said I would go and then didn't. <laughs> to be fair, we covered this last episode, but this concert was at 4.30 p.m. on a Friday. Well, thank you for absolving me of the responsibility of going. I think even when I told you how early it was, I was like, I understand if you can't make this now because it's butt-ass early on a Friday. It just doesn't make any sense. I was up butt-ass early this morning. Yeah, you were. I So let's place this recording in time. Today. Today. We're November, recording today. November 3rd. Uh, November 3rd, 2016. the Chicago Cubs just won the World Series for the first time. In 108 years. 108 years. That's the sum total of the numbers on Lost. One hundred eight. So now that uh, that the clock in the bottom of the Swan Hatch is just flipped back to one hundred and eight, and in another hundred and eight years they can push the button again. But yep. until then, until then, it's not going to happen again. Yep. Um. So I woke up super early this morning to drive Sarah, my lady friend, to the airport. Jen, you're going to do that tomorrow. I'm, well, I'm not going to drive my lady friend to the airport. But you're going to the airport. Yes. Um, are you, what are you looking forward to about the actual travel? Is there do, any, do you, do you enjoy getting on the plane? What no. do you do? What do you do to like stave off insanity on a plane? Um, I like to do the crossword puzzle in the in-flight magazine. Um, I think I've heard you say this before. You like to do it in pen to impress the people that. No, here are sitting next. Am well, I thinking of somebody else? You're, no, you're thinking of you're thinking of me, but you're thinking of something that I did on one specific occasion um, that I to told you about. I'm afraid that I talked about it on air, but I'm not sure if I did or not. Anyway, I'll tell the story again. Um, I think you just did. <laughs> I think you just told the story again, right? No. Oh, okay, let's hear. The story was that I went on a flight to South Carolina on like one airline, and I did the crossword puzzle on the way there, and then. It's not like the month changed while I was there. So it was the same magazine right. on the way back. So I decided to just do the crossword puzzle really fast to impress so that people would think I was really, was really smart on the way back. Right. And people were just like lined up watching you. 
They were huddled around. They were taking pictures. Someone was timing me. Flashbulbs, yeah. No, but I do like to do the in-flight magazines crossword puzzle. I also have a book that I will be reading on this flight. What what are you reading? uh, It's for my my work book club. Uh, It's called A Light Between the Oceans, I think. Ooh, A Light Between the Oceans. I thought I put it in my backpack, but I didn't. Is it about the Titanic? No. Oh. Then I'm out of guesses. It's about Australia during World War One. <laughs> oh, interesting. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, <sighs> there should really be for in-flight magazines. There should be two different versions of it: a, a, a there and a back. Did, I agree. There should be. I mean, this is this is a at least twenty dollar idea. I'm not going to say it's a million dollar idea. <laughs> I feel like I've 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 seen in-flight magazines that have two crossword puzzles before. Yeah, but usually that's like a, an easy one and a hard one, right? Yeah, and then there's also the Sudoku. Right. But those aren't as fun for me. Um, why is that? Just because they came I, along like later in your life? They came or? along later, later, and I also prefer words to numbers. Yeah, but at, at that at that level, like you're not really. I suppose you are still dealing with words and yeah. crossword puzzles. I like the. I like when uh, crossword puzzles have like, like a like a word <laughs> trick. You know what I mean? Like when the clue is like a play and on words, and then the answer is like silly. Sure. Yeah. No. I th- I think I get what you're saying. <laughs> Without a concrete example, I think I understand. Great. What do you do on planes? Uh, I pretend not to exist, so I headphones on mm-hmm. whole time. Oh, I usually have my headphones on the whole time as well. Even if I'm like if if my phone dies or like whatever, like headphones are in. No matter what. No matter what. Um. If it's not hot, like if it's not, if I can at all bear it, I'm wearing a hoodie. Yes, same. Hood up. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and then I play video games. I bring my, my 3DS and I, I play it until it dies, basically. <laughs> um, Has it ever lasted a whole flight? Yeah, sure. How long does the battery last on that thing? That thing can go for, uh, like if I'm keeping the 3D down and I'm not playing like uh, high energy intensive games, you uh-huh. can, it has stereoscopic 3D so you, it can do a 3D dis- glassesless display. That's amazing. It is amazing, but also it sucks. Like who cares? Why, why does it matter <laughs> that it's in 3D? Yeah. Um, but if it's not rendering the same image twice, uh, the battery lasts quite a bit longer. So like it, it can go for like five, six hours without a charge. Um, if you're doing it right, Ooh. and I've been on enough planes. <laughs> all right, all right. I need it. Yeah, that's right. I'm, <laughs> I'm showboating a little here. I've been <laughs> on a couple planes. In my okay, life. Patrick, we get it. Uh, I've jet- been on a couple planes in the past two weeks. You have. You've been flying around. You've been going to. I'm a jet setter. You are a jet setter. But I'm only going to places that have, uh, that had players in the World Series. Cleveland and Chicago. Cleveland and Chicago are the two places that I had scheduled for these two weeks. And you're headed to Cleveland, uh, Chicago. Now. Chicago, Chicago mm-hmm. now. tomorrow. Um, do you feel better going to a city whose uh, mascot isn't racist? Does that make you feel better? A little bit. Okay. I also am flying United instead of Spirit. Oh yeah. <laughs> wow. So I'm feeling a lot better about that. Yeah. Spirit actually wasn't that bad. They've gotten some new planes that have full size tray tables. I tell you, those little traits, the, the... Those are foolish. Uh, they, they make me feel dumb, and I don't know why. <laughs> like, I fold them down, and I'm just like, oh, I'm just a big fucking idiot. What am I doing? Oh, that's sad. And then there's, like, ads on the luggage compartment. 
They didn't have that on the one that I was oh. on. Maybe for longer distance. Because I remember when I flew to Phoenix in- this summer, it was a much shittier experience than flying to Cleveland. Hmm. I mean, it still wasn't great. Right. I also wasn't feeling well on the way to Cleveland. I like barfed 10 minutes before the flight. Oh. <laughs> it was not good. Uh, I almost bailed on the flight. <laughs> that That's bold. But then again, like you... <sighs> do not want to be sick on a plane. Right. I actually, in the airport, asked one of the guys at the like counters mm-hmm. if there was like an extra airport trash bag <laughs> I could take with me because I knew I was flying on Spirit and they don't spend money on airsick bags. <laughs> <gasps> they don't? I mean, I don't what think they do. What if you have to throw up on a Spirit airline flight? I think you throw up on a Spirit airline. <laughs> You throw up on your fellow passenger is what happens. Well, that's what they paid for. Yeah, that's true. If they didn't want to be thrown up on. You fucking get what you pay for. You fucking fly Delta <laughs> or something. Um, when I was initially looking for flights to go to Chicago this weekend, mm-hmm. um, I Spirit was the cheapest by a lot, which I was like, oh, I really, I really don't want to fly Spirit. That's why I it's really the cheapest don't. by a lot. Yeah. Or it looks like it's the cheapest. It looks like it's the cheapest. But yeah, but then I calculated it out. And I was like, well, I have to take a bag with me because I'm wearing formal wear to this wedding. Right. Because it's a wedding. Because <laughs> it's a, well, and this is like a black tie wedding. After this, let's talk about the least formal weddings we've been to. Great. Okay. <laughs> um, and then, uh, so I have to take a bag. So that's at least 35 bucks each way. Yeah. Because um, to check it is cheaper than to carry it on, which is nuts. Yeah, and if you have to tell them that you're carrying it on ahead of time. Yeah, you can buy the carry-on for like 38 bucks or something ahead of time when you're like when you're but at home. But if you do it there, if it's you do 50 it at, bucks, no, right? No, if you do it at the airport, it's 65 bucks. If you do it before boarding, and if you do it during boarding, if they decide while you're boarding that your bag is too big, and then that just you means ha- that it's a bag, right? Right. Yeah. Then you have to pay $100 to carry on a bag. I don't think we take a lot of hard stances against brands, but fuck Spirit. <laughs> fuck Spirit. Fuck Spirit. They're just like, you have to pay th- like $3 for a soft drink on Spirit. And it, like, just everything about it. I could it. understand paying $3 for a hard drink, but this drink isn't even hard. I'd be happy to pay $3 for a hard drink. That's, that's a, a pretty that's a, that's cheap a hard yeah, drink. <laughs> that's a pretty, that's like at home prices, really. Yeah. That's like you bought a six pack. What's the least fancy wedding you've ever been to? Um, my stepsister got married in September and it was relatively casual. Uh oh, cool. Yeah. Cool. It was like um near the, the like the marshland in South Carolina in Charleston. And near the marshland, near the but marshland. Not, not in the marshland. Well, we weren't standing in mud. <laughs> well, I'm just, we're talking about the least formal weddings that we've ever been to. <laughs> That's true. We I could don't... have been standing in mud. No, but it was very like most of the dudes were wearing shorts and I was wearing like a sundress. Yeah, that's 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 good. I think that the least formal wedding that I went to um, was in Castine, Maine. That sounds lovely. It was lovely. Everyone that was visiting or everyone that was coming from out of town, first of all, uh, there was no one invited to the wedding that was not a close friend of the bride and groom. Oh, that's kind of nice. It was awesome. So, they, I mean, it was so small. It was like 50 or 60 people. Do you think, though, that some people who were like really close friends of the bride but didn't know the groom that well felt like didn't get to go? I don't think so because they, they dated in college um, and then stuck around uh, in, in Appleton 
okay. we went to school together. Um, stuck around in Appleton for two years after that, and they were together basically the whole time. So it would have been really hard not to get to know. Both yeah, of them. exactly. Okay. Um, yeah, like it, it. I had started as a friend of Emma's, and you know, two years in, I was a friend of Emma and Collins. Yeah. And then I was at their wedding. That's that's kind of like what the wedding I'm going to this weekend is. You don't know Marla without Nicole. That's great. That's that's the best, right? Yeah. There's nothing. I was going to say there's nothing worse than, but obviously there are several things worse than. <laughs> there's nothing worse than going to a wedding where you're like, oh, I have no connection to half of these people. Yeah. No connection. I never met my stepsister's um, now husband, the wedding I was just talking about, mm-hmm. uh, until the day, like at the venue, <laughs> I met him there. And then did you make great lifelong friends? He's a really good guy. I really like him. We became, like, I'll, I'll see him, at, like, he's, I mean, he's part of my family kind of now. <laughs> Uh, so. <laughs> you, you don't have to like backpedal. You think he's going to hear this and be like, Jen doesn't think we're No, friends. no, no, no. I'm not saying that. Like, we, I, we had a great conversation about how we had never met. Okay, that's good. <laughs> he's a good guy. I, and like, I had heard nothing but incredible things about him for like years ahead of their wedding. Right. So he was obviously going to be a disappointment when you actually met him. My expectations were so high. They were so high. <laughs> no, he was, he was great. He couldn't help but fail. Um. So tell me more about this informal, informal wedding. Um, it was presided over by uh, an English teacher that we had all had. Aww. Um, geez, uh, it, uh, it happened outside. Everyone was wearing flip-flops. Um, it what was time of year? The summer. Okay. The summer in Maine. Because you don't want to be in Maine any other goddamn time of year. I think you want to be in Maine in the fall sometimes. Maybe. Like when the leaves are, cha- leaves you, are changing. Yeah, I just corrected pretty. my grammar twice within like a minute long period. That's fine. Informal, unformal leaves, leaves. <laughs> Look, if uh, I'm not going to correct you. Thank you. You're not going to correct me. I might. I might also correct you. <laughs> We're both assholes. We are both the worst people I know. Yep. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, it's 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 important to uh, listen to what you're saying and determine whether or not you've said it right. Thanks. Um, but it was a wonderful, a wonderful wedding and a wonderful weekend. Good. Um, the uh, bachelor party, which I'm putting in quotes, which don't read on mic, um, was a trip to a uh, jam and jelly uh, cannery. Oh, Can- that's cannery. Cannery. P- place where they can. Cannery. Nervous Nellie's Jams and Jellies. No! It's too cute. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was a cute weekend. Uh, that sounds awesome. It also sounds like the kind of thing that can just never happen again. Yeah. That sort of magical weekend is just lost to uh, the history books. Yeah. My personal history books. <laughs> Jen, speaking of history books, we got an election coming up. <sighs> Are you voting? <laughs> um this will be our last my name is weezer think about this this will be our last my name is weezer before the election i'm so nervous i just like but i also have been trying very hard to not think or talk about it at all for the past like week so it's not good that i'm making you do it no it's fine it's fine it's fine it's fine it's fine it's fine i mean earlier we said fuck spirit right yes so like this Fuck Trump? Sure, yes. <laughs> Is that what we're doing? Yeah, I mean, as long as we're, we are making like declarations, like podcast stances on various things. Fuck spirit. Fuck spirit. Fuck Trump. Fuck Trump. Yeah. Uh, I, th- I think that's good yeah, and I'm possibly in. comprehensive. Sure. Uh, Sounds yeah, great. Great. Yep. 
Um, I will say my company gives us two hours of paid time off on Tuesday so we can make sure to go vote. Uh, did you already vote or will you be? No, I'm voting that day. You're going in person? Yeah, I really, really, really like going to the polling place on the day of an election. That's insane. <laughs> Actually putting That's in my vote insane. right there in person. Why? Why do you like actually going and doing it? I don't know. It feels like it's fun. Um, it's like an experience. I've thought a little bit about going to my polling place just to make sure people aren't being shitty. Like to counteract the shitty people? Yeah. Yeah. Do it. I mean, because I, you know, is, is, the, is the two hours paid time off, is that? My company's definitely doing that, but also you're legally not allowed to be prevented to vote. Yes. Um, or docked pay for voting. Right. Um, from, like, that's a, a legal thing from I employer. should probably know this, because, uh, like, I'm the one who enacts any sort of, like, HR you should just, policies. You should make I sure should that make anybody. It, yeah. That everybody goes to vote. Yeah, that's what I'll do. Yeah. I don't think you need to put like a two hours time off to do this thing. Yay. But you should at least say like, hey, did you vote yet? Go fucking vote. Leave and don't come back until you voted for Hillary. <laughs> I don't think you can say that. No. Still... <laughs> probably not. No. It would probably be frowned upon. But uh, I don't think anyone I work with is voting for Trump. I'm I'm quite certain that no one I work with is voting for Trump, and I know that I work with some Republicans. Yeah, man, what a hard year to be one of those guys, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't feel that bad. No, I mean, I do a little bit. I just, feel a little bad, but not that bad. They I, let the Tea Party happen. Sure, but like, did an indivi- did individual conservatives living in California let the Tea Party happen? Probably not. Pro- pro- probably not. But they did elect fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger one time. Remember that? Yeah. I mean, but that was really funny. <laughs> I mean, in, in defense the of that. The <laughs> yeah. Remember when those jokes were everywhere? Man, I still like them. I, I laughed right now when you said the governator. <laughs> and then I wanted to do it because it seemed like fun. And it was. It was fun. It was fun because it's something that I haven't done in like 10 years. Uh, I like that. Jen, do you want to talk about uh, Green Day, Day and, yeah. this, and this Green Day record? Yeah. Uh, we are talking, of course, about Revolution Radio. Revolution Radio. Re- Re- Revolution Radio. $8 on iTunes. So this is something we were talking about before we started rolling. Yeah. Rolling the ones and zeros. Uh-huh. Um, $8. $8. That's a deal. It is a deal. I, I think anytime I've purchased a Weezer record on iTunes. It's been more than that. The floor has been $9.99. Yeah. The ceiling's like $12.99. Yeah. That's expensive. It sure is. And there's what, 14, 13 songs on this? I think 12. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right, good. <laughs> uh, so you're getting your money's worth just in terms of amount of song. Bang for your buck. Bang bang for your buck. Oh, bang bang being what track three? Yep. Yeah, got one right. <laughs> Jen, let's do broad strokes here. Okay. How do you feel about this record? I like some of it a lot, and I don't like some of it. I'd like to know what of it you like a lot. Uh, there are some songs that are just catchy as hell, and part of it is that I was listening to this while I was driving home in traffic, and I think that Green Day is great traffic music. I would, I will generally agree with you. I don't think this Green Day is good track. I think music. some of the tracks are. Do you have an example I'd like to 
play one of them. I think Revolution Radio is good. Revolution Radio, the single. Traffic Radio. Yeah. The, the, no, it's not the single. Isn't it? What is? Uh, bang Bang. Bang 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 Bang. Okay, mm-hmm. here. Uh, I'm gonna pl- I'm gonna play a little bit of Revolution Radio. I mean, this really is like the closest they get to sounding like Green Day, right? Yeah. They played this one at the concert that I went to, and that was my first time hearing it. And I was like, oh, I like this. And it it, it showed good live. Yeah. They're very good live. I think I made that clear. Yeah, I think you did. (laughs) The chorus is good here. All right, I'm going to stop this here because I'm laughing too hard at you rocking out over there. (laughs) I was dancing. Yeah, you were up up a storm, I would say. (laughs) Yeah. Um... So, Green Day. I, I wasn't bringing up the uh, the election for no reason. Because this I've, is a very political album. I feel like it's mildly political, or like simply political. I'm right? looking at a um a Rolling Stone article where they like went through track by track with the band. Oh, geez. Okay. Um, so that. The, the Rolling Stone podcast about this record is going to be more comprehensive than ours, is what you're saying. Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, Unless we just steal every point. I mean, Jen, we can. Jen, I have Jen, them all Jen, up here. Do you want to just, just steal every point? We just changed the I mean, name of the podcast? What, wait, why would we do that? It's the Rolling Stone podcast? It's like the opposite of stealing. Oh. It's doing, no, it's not. It's, it's doing appropriating. <laughs> oh, okay. That I'm okay with. <laughs> uh, did they have something to say about Revolution Radio? Yeah, one of the things they say about Revolution Radio is that the idea came to Billy Armstrong uh, when he was in New York two years ago and he ran into a Black Lives Matter protest. And before he knew it, he had gotten out of his car and was walking up 8th Avenue with the throng, screaming, hands up, don't shoot. (laughs) He says, I felt like I was on the right side of history. It's Mm. like something is breaking in the world. A lot of the old people are dying off. And the values of the 50s generation are starting to break. And what happened in the 60s is starting to manifest more now than it ever has before. So he got out of his car. I assume that's the car that someone was someone driving. Someone else was for. driving, for <laughs> right. sure. For him. I don't think he just abandoned his car in, in Manhattan. I'm just, that's the romantic punk rock thing, to be like, man, fuck this car fuck noise. Fuck this car. <laughs> I need to join this protest. I, I need to be part of the fight. Which I guess I can... Uh, obviously not. I guess I can. I can admire that. Yeah. Um, but I don't. They maybe I'm just having a hard time like hearing all the lyrics. But everything on here feels very shallow to me. Um. No, I'm looking at the lyrics. Okay. But you can continue with that thought. I there. I don't know. I just I have so few. Um. I I think I might hate this record. Really? Yeah, it's so um 
it's so middling in tempo all the way through and like there are very few places where like it, the energy feels uh like compelling to me yeah the beginning of revolution radio i will give you I'm a sucker for a drum, <laughs> uh, snare drum roll, just yes. like anybody. Yes. Yes. Um, but uh, so, can I play a little bit of um, "Say Goodbye"? Yeah. Uh, because it sounds a lot like the one of the newer U2 singles. Oof. Do you know? <laughs> are you familiar with uh, the miracle of Joey Ramone? I was. I th- mean, that's in parentheses. It was on my iPod for a while. It was on all of our iPods for a while. Yeah, I don't... I mean, I think I must have listened to it at some point um, by accident. It's it's the first track in like the, the lead single on uh, that record. Okay. Um, and Say Goodbye sounds a lot like it. Let me skip into this. Right here. Did they just totally rip it off? I mean, they they rip off the texture for sure. Hold on. Let me get a, a, a video of. I will say one thing about this while you're looking for that. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing about this record is that a lot of it felt really derivative. <laughs> like, not just that one. Like, Ordinary World felt like something I had heard before. And, like, I didn't love when they, they did a lot of, like, texture changes. Yeah. And they were all, like, I think every single one of them was so abrupt and didn't feel earned. Yeah, and there's, like, weird, like, jingle bells yeah. in here. And I love that you hate the jingle bells here, but you, I you love throw them, them yep. into, uh, whatchamacallit, the girl. Ooh, you're right. It's just, it's it's Green Day sounding like you, too. Oh. Um... Yeah. Yeah, it's just it's a bummer to me. My my friend Art um always says Art Brush? No. Art Project is his last name. <laughs> Great. Not the, Sandcraft? The pause before project was so long <laughs> as my idiot brain was like do another one, Patrick. I wish you had done Sandcraft cuz I'm yeah. pretty happy about that one San- right now. Sandcrafts is pretty good. Art Sands Sand Art Sandcrafts. Shipley is his name. Art Shipley? Arthur Wilson Shipley. That is a very noble name. Uh, he's from uh, Bellingham, Washington? I don't State? know. <laughs> Bellingham? Is that a place? I don't know. Okay. He's from Washington State. <laughs> cool. Um, and he... <laughs> yeah, that is cool. <laughs> um, he always says that his favorite type of music is the fake version of anything. So like he likes fake jazz, he likes fake <laughs> fake punk music. What does he mean by that? Well, like like Green Day, he likes a, a poppier version. Oh, okay. Something something that's not so like purely genre. Like gentler on his soul. Yeah, I think so. Some something that's more aligned with like mainstream sensibilities and yeah, less. Sure. Uh, and I feel like Green Day does that so well. Usually, mm-hmm. and like still maintains a a sound that still feels like punk, right? Yeah. Um, and I don't know that I get much of that punk feel on this record. Yeah, I think that's I think that's fair. It feels sort of like they're doing something different, in, I, but not in a good way. 
Right. Did I distract us from talking about the lyrics to Revolution Radio? I don't know. I think you were. Um, I I did I up. did pull them up. Uh huh. Um, and they are, I mean, reasonably shallow. Um, we are Revolution Radio Operation No Control. Give me cherry bombs and gasoline. Legalize the truth. Yeah, that that <laughs> the tr- rise of the slums to the obsolete dawn of new airwaves for the anti-social media. Ooh, anti-social media. That's a good one. <laughs> nice, Billy. It just I mean it it feels very sophomoric, right? Like yeah. Very It feels like a like a high school high schooler could have writ- written this. But without any of the a lot of times when we talk about dumb Weezer lyrics, right? Mm-hmm. We're like these are good dumb Weezer lyrics because only Rivers Cuomo could have written them. Right? Yeah. God damn you half Japanese girls, you do it to me every time. Like We also to be fair, talk about bad, dumb Weezer lyrics a yes, lot. Yes, absolutely. But I think the bad, dumb Weezer lyrics are the ones that sound generic. Yeah. Love is the answer. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't throw up that delicious pizza I brought over for dinner. I don't want to. It was so good. It was such good pizza. Crispy crust, not on our fuck you list. Nope. We like crispy crust. Thumbs up, crispy crust. What's the... Did Christy. you say crispy crust? Yep. Sure did. Chris crispy crust. <laughs> No. no. <laughs> That's a terrible visual. A crusty Chris Christie. Uh where do you think Chris Christie is the crustiest? Probably corners of his mouth. Corners of his mouth? I'd say butt crack, like right at the top. <laughs> where there's like some dead skin. Ew, clean it. You know where like you don't wipe? Because it's too high up and your butt crack to wipe. Yeah, but you don't clean that in the shower? I don't look. You I know. Clean I'm... your butt in the shower. I didn't see you clean your butt in the shower when I was in your shower thoughts. Okay, look, <laughs> I obviously clean my butt thoroughly in the shower. <laughs> you do spend a lot of time there. Thank you. I was just making a joke. No, I know. <laughs> <laughs> you spend a lot of time controlling my thoughts while I'm in the shower. Yep. Do you spy on my thoughts or do you control them? What is it? I spy. Okay. <laughs> I don't have that kind of power to control your thoughts. God, right. I could, no, though. Let's not be insane. <laughs> now I'm trying to think of what I would make you think if I could make you think about anything. But and I'm only not in having... the shower? Yep. <laughs> only in the shower. I'm not having a lot of success because I can't think of something that, like, I re- I'm like, man, I really wish Patrick would think this. <laughs> I, and you're probably being distracted by the fact that I'm probably naked in the shower. I mean, I guess. <laughs> you don't think that's distracting? It's a, sure, it's a little distracting. But right now, in this moment here, I'm thinking, right. what would I make Patrick think in the shower? Not, whoa, thinking about Patrick <laughs> naked. <laughs> and I can't think of something that I would just want to make you think. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's a weird... That's weird. I don't know what I would want to make you think either. Other than like... Oh, that Patrick's a good guy. But you know I already think that. I assume. <laughs> I just told you. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> good, I'm glad. Uh, Our friendship has grown again on this podcast. Right, three sizes. You say Bang Bang is the, uh, the single on Bang this Bang's thing? a single, and Bang Bang was my first introduction to this record, and I, it's not, I don't like it that much. Let's listen up to it. By the way, this one's about mass shooting. Mm. 
So that's what those like audio clips at the beginning are, probably. Mm-hmm. Hey, that's a thing. Why do so many of these songs start like with just a quiet version of the song and then like blow up into the big one? Yeah. I don't know. Like just just do front to back loud, man. Yep. Pretty straightforward, like punk song start here. Yep. I kind of like the verses. I don't like the chorus. Yeah, the, the chorus is not good. It's not good. The thing is, like, so it's got that, like, shouty. Yeah. Um, that that's something that I think would be better on like an older Green Day record that yep. would have a like dirtier aesthetic to it. it. Would sound like a bunch of people actually fucking yelling. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think I'd like it either way. I also take issue with the name of this song, Bang Bang, because this is like the third song that I'm well acquainted with with that fucking name of that song name. So you're you don't like it because it is like so many other like it's, bang bang into the room. Well, there are two uh, there are two other bang bang songs that I know. Let's just do a let's search for bang bang and see what happens. And I just like if you're gonna do a song that's named the same thing as other songs that are like at least somewhat mainstream because I'm not that niche. Like at least like make it good. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, anything can be forgiven if a song is good, right? Yeah. Like, I kind of like... What is this? This is the uh, Ariana, oh, okay. Ariana Grande, uh, Nicki Minaj, Bang Bang. Oh, it starts weird on this. <laughs> well, I'm watching the video here. Oh, okay. This is a lot to not see. Yeah. Have you ever seen this video before? No. It is unremarkable <laughs> sounds about right it's kind of an unremarkable song but it's enjoyable the hook is good yeah right? uh are we ever gonna get to that nope God damn it. i could sing it if you want bang bang into the room perfect <laughs> great thank you for not waiting for me to say whether or not i wanted you to sing it <laughs> i did Want you to sing it. I was waiting until the moment in the music where it would right, come in. Perfect. <laughs> uh, so, okay, you're saying this is an inferior bang bang to the other bang bangs. Yeah. Uh, not as good as, say, the comedy bang bang theme song. <laughs> is there another bang bang? You said there's a. What's the other bang bang? It's a song by Dispatch. Oh. What's the. Uh, uh, um, Nancy Sinatra song. I'm doing all the typing today. You offered to record on your computer, even though we've never done it before. I think it was the right choice. <sighs> this, as uh, as it appears on the Kill Bill Volume One soundtrack. Mm. Listen, these are all songs. Is this also called Bang Bang. Yeah, it is. Green Day. I was five and he was six. We wrote. This is a haunting song. I uh, like it though. Yeah. Should we keep going? Yeah. 
Put on horses made of sticks. He wore black and I wore white. He would always win the fight. Bang, bang. He shot me down. Bang, bang. I hit the ground. Bang, bang. That awful sound. Bang, bang. Yeah, I already like this better than Green Days. It's great, right? Yeah. It plays over. So now I know three Bang Bang songs that are better than Green Days. Uh, yeah. If you're look, if you're writing a song, you have to make sure you are at least the third best. Yeah. Song look at the look title. up the Dispatch one. Uh, okay. Because they're all very, very, very different. <laughs> I will say that. Okay, Dispatch, Bang Bang. This is a weird one. I guess this is a little niche, <laughs> but. I'm glad he set that up so we didn't have to. Nice tempo. This is another video. I'm sorry that you can't see, Jen. It's uh, two guys in the woods, three guys in the woods. This song is weird, but I like it. Yeah, I mean, already I like it better than the Green Day Bang Bang. Good. She woke me up with a bang bang, looking over cross side, had a big onset. The world was a big lie. When I got up, all the blood to my head, got so dizzy, fell back into my bed. I went over to the west side, looking. That song's also about mass shootings, right? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's about magic. <laughs> it's about magic? <laughs> she woke me up with a bang bang. I assume it's about sex. No. Oh. Then what? It's a weird song. Okay, all right. I'll look into <laughs> there's it. There's a part where he goes to the beach and there's a man with a lime and a kind eye. <laughs> and Does he have some he pointed rum? to the conch shell and then to the lime and said, this is all I really need to get by. Anyway, it's a weird song. <laughs> Summer Camp makes you listen to a lot of Dispatch. <laughs> Maybe for you. My, all of my summer camp was uh, orchestra summer camp. So we listened to a lot of orchestral music. I don't really remember what music we listened to. I'm sure that's not true. I think we probably <laughs> listened to Matchbox 20. Yeah, we listened to that at summer camp too. Yeah, a, That's perfect high school summer camp music, I think. Yeah. Uh, Jen. Patrick. What do you, what, what else, what else do we like here? What are, <laughs> yeah, that's right. I liked Still Breathing. Let's, is Still Breathing the one that has that really repetitive vocal hook in it? I don't remember. Let's find out. <laughs> Oh no, this is one of the songs that I do like. Yeah. I'm still alive. I'm like a soldier coming home for the first time. I dodge a bullet and I walk across a landmine. He's singing so much about bullets. I'm still it's a very political album. Am I bleeding? Am I bleeding from the storm? Just shot. This is a good catchy chorus. Yeah. Like for sure. Let me see if I can find the one that has the, this awful thing that I don't like at is all. Is it Forever Now? Or is it Youngblood? Youngblood has awful stuff. Let's try Youngblood. I think this, I think this is what you're talking about. Young blood. 
Yes. I, I really didn't like Youngblood. Also, what does that mean? Nothing. She's my little young blood. It's nonsense. Let me I, see what Green Day has to say about it, actually. Let's see, let's see what uh, Green Day and, and Rolling Stone, when they put their noggins together, <laughs> when they crack their coconuts together, see what juices spill out. All right. This is what they say. Uh-huh. This power pop nugget is dedicated to Armstrong's wife of 22 years, Adrian. I want to hold you like a gun, he sings. We'll shoot the moon into the sun. She's easy to write about because she's so awesome. It's this Armstrong. Oh, okay. She's let's, the cedar let's trees stop. in Minnesota. Let's just stop. What are we, Jen? <laughs> what are we doing? These guys didn't take it seriously. Why should we? <laughs> I don't know. Ugh. What other songs did you uh, truly dislike on this? So, uh, if we, I've got a couple too. <laughs> if we want to talk about trite ass lyrics, troubled times. Yeah. Let's. Oh my god. I forgot that I didn't like this one so much. <laughs> it's just like a stack of cliches on top of each other. <laughs> like a big big cliche cuddle puddle. Yeah, like a Okay. Cliche cuddle puddle actually sounds kind of cute. Does sound kind of cute. Are you imagining them as uh, 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 yellow lab puppies? Because I was. <laughs> I wasn't, but now I am. <laughs> they love each other so much, and I bet they're soft and warm. <laughs> Do you need to get Kirby over here? No, I'm okay. Okay. She's nothing. Uh, yeah, I uh, would throw that song in the dumpster. Yeah. I also really didn't like Outlaws. Uh, let's listen to Outlaws a little bit. Which one is this? Can you remind me before Five. we start it? It's, oh, it's, <laughs> I mean, I can see. It's about outlaws. <laughs> it's this one. Do you see what I mean about like the energy and like the, so the tempo on these right things? Gang, 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 gang. The dawn of a criminal in blue. First love. Uh. Come, coming down pretty negative on this thing. <laughs> Which is funny because the songs that I like, Revolution Radio and Still Breathing, might be the only two, but I really like them. Say, yeah. go- say Goodbye, I think I like a little bit. Yeah, I, I think Say Goodbye is okay. I think I would prefer the U2 song, so I don't know what the fuck that <laughs> says. I don't like Forever Now. Yeah, I think the album ends very weekly. Yeah. Um, Ordinary let- World feels like something that's been written, that was like written 20 years ago. Your dog farted <laughs> and it smells terrible. I just I yeah, don't she, smell it. I mean, she, she did it over here. <laughs> she does that sometimes. Kirby, are you trying to blame that on me? Girl, you can't. I took a shower before I came over. That doesn't mean you can't fart. No, but it means that... Uh, it lessens the likelihood that my farts are going to be super smelly. I don't think that's true. I think it's true. I don't think that's true. I think that there is some degree of fart smelliness that comes from uh, not inside your butt. 
if I've washed my butt and it is free of the normal like I thought we already determined that you don't wash your butt though. We determined that I did wash my butt, that I do wash my butt. That, that butt you did washing, one time but wash your butt. Once, I did once and do always very carefully, very thoroughly wash my butt. All right, that's what I'm gonna make you think next time I'm in your shower thoughts. <gasps> <laughs> is I don't need to wash my butt. No, my world is falling down around me. I'm going to have one of those awful butts you read about. (laughs) What butts are you reading about? Let's move on. (laughs) Uh, Let's listen to Forever Now a little bit because I I can't remember what this thing sounds like. Sounds like like somewhere now. (laughs) That opening line. All right. Okay, so his name is Billy. (laughs) He's freaking out. And he's freaking out. Do you think it's weird that his name is spelled with an I-E? Do I think it's weird? Yeah. Uh, I guess no. <laughs> I don't know. Because the other Billy Hall or the other Billy, <laughs> I just the other blew, Billy Holiday blew my point. Right. The other Billy I can think of who spells it that way is Billy Holiday, um, who is a woman. I always thought it was weird that his name is Billy Joe Armstrong because it always makes me think of Billy Joel. Yeah. Same. Oh, for a long time, I thought his name was Billy Joel Armstrong. Is there someone who performs under the name Billy Joel Armstrong that does punk rock covers One, of Billy Joel songs? 100%. <laughs> that must be a thing. I'm looking it up. It has to be a thing. If that's not a thing, universe, I'm, I'm throwing down this like right now. If the universe hasn't already gotten to that, I think we as a species have failed. <sighs> what? Have we as a species failed? Hold on. I'm still typing. I thought I was hoping Google would reaffirm me sooner than. Oh yeah, to actually maybe finish typing the word. Oh, it's correcting me. Oh jeez. Um. <laughs> in 2015, someone um made a wrote an article that said singer Billy Joel quits Green Day. Oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> Funny. Uh. Yeah, man, I can't find this. Billy Joel Armstrong. How's the Billy spelled? With a Y. Uh, but I also accidentally searched it with a Y. So that's partially my bad. <laughs> After just talking about how weird he was spelled. Uh, do you have like a video or anything? I can give you the thing to, to play it. Um, you know what song I've been thinking about this week? What? Is uh, Billy Joel's Only the Good Die Young. Okay. I think that song is about pressuring a younger girl into having sex with you before she's ready. I think. There's a line in there about Catholic girls start much too late. And only the good die. Like he's saying, you should be bad because. Only the good die young. Because only the good die young. I don't know. I think maybe you're projecting something onto it. I'm only saying this from my butterfly experience. <laughs> I see. I see. So no, there are no sexually aggressive songs. Got it. Except for uh, Blurred Lines. Because <laughs> that line's not blurry. No. No, they are not. Those lines. Those lines? Those that lines. line? Those lines. Oh my god, that noise uh, <laughs> that you just made was weird. Came out of my mouth. Um, I could not. Oh, Kirby, <laughs> she did fart. Oh, she farted god. again. And then she just trailed it over here. This is uh, an, an audio log. <laughs> the last remaining survivors of Kirby's farts. 
Are you gassy, huh? <laughs> Let's let the song ride a little bit so we can hate it. <laughs> we stopped it after like four seconds. Well, yeah, because it was Billy and he's freaking out. He's really married to that edge of the world imagery. <laughs> this song is also like six minutes long. Let's move God, on. Some to... of these songs are so fucking long. Like Outlaws is so long. Outlaws is five minutes and three seconds. And Somewhere Now is really long. Like I know that like Somewhere Now is not actually that long, but Forever Now is literally eight seconds shy of being seven minutes long. Which is too long for a punk Which a is punk too song. long for like any song. Except for like classical. <laughs> or like Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. Or like a Metallica song. Metallica songs. Those are exceptions. Right. Um, let's listen a little bit to Ordinary World. Okay. Um, do you think this is them trying to have another good riddance? Yeah, I do. Um He when uh when he played it at the concert, he like it was one of his encore songs. Did he start songs. it and go fuck and then start it? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. Um, but he like was he like went in the back and like the rest of the band was gone and it was just him with like blue light and an acoustic guitar and one microphone. I think I Snapchat it and said, "Get this man a stool." Yeah, it should not be standing. But it's just not that good. It's very plain, right? And it it does the thing where it's like, it, is the. Where can I find? It just feels like it doesn't mean anything. I feel like most of this record is like that. Yeah. How can I leave a buried treasure behind in an ordinary world? The days and two years roll by. He wrote this song for the movie he's coming up, that's coming up that he's in called Ordinary World. I guess that makes sense. Doesn't make me like it anymore. It's—I mean—it's just—it's just boring and doesn't feel like it's like you said. It doesn't feel like it's about anything. Yeah. Uh, like one of the lyrics here is, "What would you wish in an ordinary world?" or something like that. Sure. It's just uh, like, like what a weak hypothetical question. Also, what's the implication? We don't live in an ordinary world? Oh, think about how unordinary your world is. So unordinary. Our world is so unordinary. Patrick? Yeah? Do you have anything else burning to say about this album? I mean, I really don't. Do you? Nope. Um, so it's eight bucks. <laughs> <laughs> there are like two songs that I would listen to. I uh um I downloaded the record so I could listen to it on my run. Um, yeah, I did it while well, so I could afternoon. listen in the car. Yeah. Um and 
when I was done, well, like when I got home and had finished the record, I just had to put on music that I knew would be fun. And like I put on some Ben Folds 5 and like just fucking You know what out. I realized recently? What's that? That when it's raining outside, there's nothing I want to listen to more than any form of Ben Folds. I just want to listen to really? all of the Ben Folds when it's raining. Yeah. Uh, or when it's like cloudy. Yeah. Like yeah, he's it's good just cloudy music. He's yeah. such good cloudy rainy music. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh, I love Ben Folds. Yeah, me too. We got to abandon this podcast and hop on My Name is Ben Folds. <laughs> <laughs> that just sounds like he's introducing himself. I like it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I've got nothing further that I would like to say. Uh, we can close the book on uh, Green Days. Yeah, fuck Green Days, Revolutionary Green Road. Day. <laughs> so revolutionary fuck... Radio. <laughs> also, fuck Revolutionary Road. I don't like that movie either. I didn't see it. Um, um, but one thing we had talked about doing again is uh, discussing what happened with Weezer today in history. So there's special thanks and shout outs to Weezerpedia. Thanks, Weezerpedia. Thanks, Weezerpedia for telling us weird notes. <laughs> what happened today in Weezer history. Jen, today in Weezer history. In 1992, there was, it was the first day of a two-day recording session for The Real Demo Tape. Ooh, what's The Real Demo Tape? I could follow that link if nah, you'd like. Nah. <laughs> in 1997, the first, quote, homey tryout show takes place at the middle east in boston mass Ooh! in addition do, they know, to, do we know what they played no oh but a bootleg tape exists uh, what i, I got I, nothing wait um in it, addition who, to rivers kevin stevenson of the shots plays guitar hmm. i don't know what that is um in two guitar it's a six-string instrument that is Generally oh, you mean like the one in my corner? Yeah, yeah, I like that, but like probably an electric guitar. Yeah, whatever. Um, in 2003, Weezer records several office demos, one of which is Pardon Me. Mm. And in 2009, this is my favorite one. This one's the one that made me chuckle earlier when I read it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pitchfork Media publishes its review of Ratitude. Oh, no. <laughs> Ratitude, that's not the the legendary uh, Pitchfork review. Is the make-believe one. Is the make-believe one. That's the one that's like a .4 or something. Yeah. (laughs) Out of 10. Uh, But Ratitude got a 4.5, which is obscene that Ratitude got a 4.5 and make-believe got a .4. Yeah, that its score is 10 times better. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) What, uh, are are you on Pitchfork right now? Can you find out what Pitchfork gave Green Day's Revolutionary Road? Um, actually, yeah, I pulled that up earlier. <laughs> um, Pitchfork gave Revolutionary Road. <laughs> <laughs> we are rebranding this thing. Revolutionary Road. Revolutionary Road. <laughs> um, a five point one. Okay, so they they didn't. I'm, o- really... I'm okay with that. Yeah, I mean it's. It's not a point four. No. I'd listen to Make Believe over this record any day. Yeah, me too. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, that's that's good, Jen. I think I think we've done it. We have figured out how we feel about uh this Green Day record. Yeah. Um, we, we figured in... out how we feel about Spirit Airlines and about Donald Trump. Yeah. It took us a long time. And uh, crispy crust pizza. Right. And Chris Christie's crispy <laughs> asshole. <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> 
Uh, and let's see. We've decided that uh, people should vote. Please vote. Um, we decided it was exciting when the Cubs won the World Series. Yay! And that that is what is keeping the electromagnetic energy from discharging in a harmful way. Sure. Um, on the island on Lost. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah, that's good. I think I think we've covered a lot of ground. All the things we covered Kirby farts. Oh man, boy did we ever! And we are covered in Kirby farts. So, but look at her right now. I, she looks like she regrets I'm st- it. I'm still mad at her. No. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna look at <laughs> Patrick, your dog. Look until, at her. No, she's not, resting her head on a stuffed animal. I can't. Can't even see her. She's behind the coffee table. This is not compelling audio. <laughs> okay, that is cute. <laughs> anyway. I think that is as good a place as any to wrap this up. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. I like that. Insane wrap it up. That was, no, that was a cool voice you did. Oh, wrap it up. <laughs> it wasn't the same that time. No, I know it changed. <laughs> Jen, did you know that I was on a, another uh, What's a Creative uh, podcast as a guest recently? What? I was on uh, Lizard People. Ooh. Um, and if you are enjoying us uh, shooting the shit here, you should check out the Lizard People that I was on. I also heard a rumor. Oh, yeah? I heard a rumor that you might have another podcast what can that be true you're cheating on me in podcast land that's right <laughs> that's right you're my podcast wife and mark is my podcast mistress that sounds about right yeah <laughs> uh yes i i am hosting the nintendo cartridge society podcast um, every week we break down the nintendo news and then talk about uh, other topics in Nintendo. We've started bringing on guests to Ooh. talk about their experience with games. You're going to bring me on soon, right? You're going to be on at some point, yes. <laughs> no timeline. No timeline. But let me tell you, everyone in my life has a lot of assumptions about when they're going to be on this podcast. <laughs> well, maybe you should stop telling people that they eventually can be on your podcast. Oh, well, maybe, maybe that's a good idea. <laughs> so anyway, you can check out either of those podcasts. Yeah, so um, Lizard People and Nintendo Cartridge Society. Or anything on the What's a Creative. It's a dope network. I've really been enjoying listening to Honey recently. Yeah, Honey's good. I love getting all up in people's business. And and you do. You really that. do. You're like a that. fly on the wall in a relationship in a shower that you're not a part of. Making them think thoughts. <laughs> yep, exactly. Um, but the other podcasts are also great. Uh, Ryan Middledorf's um, Cheer Stomps and Whistles uh-huh. interviews funny people. He had a great one with uh, Gillian Asim uh, recently. Cool. That was really She's good. She's funny. She's very funny. Um, and uh, and then Joe Quint. Yeah, his uh, Choose Your Own Religion. Mm-hmm. Which um, you were on a while back, right? Actually been on both of those podcasts. Oh, look at you. <laughs> You're just making the What's a Creative round. I am. Jen, you shouldn't do the rounds too. Nobody invites me. <laughs> you, could, you could still get on so easy. It's okay. I also, mean, yes, I should. But also, it's because I'm not on the Slack. During... No, none, none of that has happened through the Slack. It's okay. been through like email and text. Um, the uh, while I was on Lizard People, um, we were talking about uh, dating, and um, I, I made some joke about uh, like dudes at stand ups uh, at open mics being like, well, "Girls aren't sleeping with me." Um, <laughs> yeah, and Caitlin was like, "Oh, but we know that's not true about you, Patrick, because I met your lovely girlfriend." And in the moment, I was like, okay, that's probably true. That's probably, she's probably met, she's probably met Sarah, but I think she met you. Oh, no. Because she's met you. Uh huh. I don't think she's met Sarah. When would she have met Sarah? Yes. She, <laughs> she would not have. 
I assume that she thinks that you and I are a couple slash podcast team. That, I think that'd be too much. <laughs> it would be too much. It would, I think it ha- would be too much. Doing a podcast with uh, a significant other sounds like a terrible idea. But a fascinating train wreck. Sure. Yeah, I'd listen to it. I'd listen to it all fall apart. It's like the, the even more up close and personal version of Honey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where did you just watch a whole relationship just over Tank. the course of years <laughs> just slowly become resentful oh, and the, they just hate each other? That sounds awful. <laughs> I hate it. I take it back. Jen, do we need to talk about something we like before we bail on this? I, I feel like we're... I feel We've like been pretty negative. I'm in a negative there. space right oh, now. I'm sorry. Yeah, let's talk about something else. Do you want to talk about El Scorcho, the the song that is like the common link between, yeah, Weezer and uh, Green Day? Yeah, I love El Scorcho. Me too. It's one of my at at some point in my life. This is was a favorite song of mine. It still is a favorite song of mine. But at one point, it was my favorite we- Weezer song. I think. Do you have a uh, a different solid contender for favorite Weezer song? I mean, my favorite favorite Weezer song is Butterfly. Butterfly. Right. We all know that. Right. Which, you know what? I I can't remember if I've had this realization on this podcast before or not. Let's talk about that it. That my favorite favorite Weezer song is on Pinkerton, but my favorite album's Blue, and your favorite favorite Weezer song is on Blue, uh, but your favorite album's Pinkerton. What did I declare my favorite favorite? Only in Dreams. Okay. That's, that's a good answer. I'll stand by it. <laughs> I don't honestly. If you were to ask me, like, to if you didn't tell me and you asked me right now, I would have to really think about what my favorite Weezer song oh, is. Oh, now I want to know what you would have said. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what I would have said. <sighs> Bummer. Um, I'll ask you next time. Great. You're gonna play some El Scorcho. Yeah, I'm gonna play some El Scorcho. Do you think they could do that these days without getting slammed for cultural appropriation? I don't think they could start a song, Goddamn You Have Japanese <laughs> Girls, in 2016. Ugh, bless the 90s. Make America great again. We will make America great again. You realize what I did we'll there. We'll get there. Just, in just a couple more days. See this, this is the crowd singing I'm talking about, right? Yeah. It's just a room full of people barely shouting in tune, and it sounds great. They're this not song even really, it is barely in tune, this whole damn song. Okay, we're coming That's up, so cool. we're coming up on the lyric that connects everything. Sure. Oh, wait, no, I can't go. <laughs> I'll just leave if that's... <laughs> that'll make you feel better. I had to bring it back to a negative space. <laughs> Good. <laughs> uh, when I was a kid, I used to think it said, I'm alive like you. Uh, Not I'm a lot. I mean, the, the sentiment is the same, right? Yeah. Um, that makes me happy, just to hear that. <laughs> that when I was a kid, that's what I thought it No, said? I meant the song. Oh, okay. <laughs> makes me happy to hear the song. Yeah. Because it, this is, some, this is a, a song that I feel good about and that I like. It's a good song. All right. I'm in a happier place now, Jen. Good. I'm Are glad. you in a happier place? Yeah. 
Good. Great. Um, Are you in a happier place, listener? We'll wait. Oh, good. Oh, wonderful. Uh, well, that's going to do it for this episode of My, my Name, name is, is Weezer. What's a creative podcast network?